up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Popcorn Heroes. I am your host, Pedro, and today I will be reviewing Final Fantasy VII Remake, a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Now, same as usual, the way these work is I'll give you a quick summary of the game, and I will give you my 1 through 5 review of it, along with my thoughts. And I'll give you a heads up when I get right into the nitty-gritty, the spoiler part. So, so without further ado, here is the premise. So the game is called Final Fantasy VII Remake. And just like the title says, it is a remake of Final Fantasy VII, a game that was originally released in 1997 on the PlayStation 1. So in the game, you play as a mercenary called Cloud, Cloud Strife, and he gets hired by this eco-terrorist group called Avalanche. And their job is to take down this mega corporation called Shinra. And they're using the Earth's life force to power cities. And that in turn is slowly killing the planet. So these guys are trying to take down Shinra, big bad corporation, and save the world. That is the premise. Of course, from there it turns into a whole other animal. But that is pretty much the gist of it. Now that being said, even though it does say remake, I still highly recommend you play the original Final Fantasy 7 um, and I'll get to that later in the spoiler tastic section but highly recommend you play the original um, my one out of five I give this game a four out of five I really liked it I liked it more than I thought I was gonna like it I thought it was gonna be an exact beat by beat remake kind of like how Resident Evil 2 was so but it's not exactly the same. They, the remake is only, what, 20% of the original game? It's only the section that's in the city, Midgar. And those that play the original know that that's just the beginning of the game. After that, you go into the wide open spaces. So, um, yeah, in the remake, you're pretty much in the city. And they turn that original, what, 15-hour segment of the game tops it's probably even a 10 hour segment of the game they turned that into a full-blown 40 to 50 hour segment now sure it's full of like bloated side quests but one of the things i really enjoyed they did was they brought in a lot of character development for the side characters especially the members of avalanche wedge biggs and jesse they got a lot of screen time and um i really liked the characters I got to know why they were part of the group. And even some of the new addition characters, uh, especially in the area of Don Corneo, that whole area they added, they sprinkled in some new characters, some like wild and crazy characters. I thought they did a very good job of making the city, Midgar, and the different sectors feel alive. That was something that I thought was... Not necessarily lacking in the original, because there's definitely people and NPCs you can talk to. And it did feel like a city, but in this one, it really feels like like a full-blown city. I thought they did a great job of doing that. Yeah, there's a couple side quests here and there, like looking for some damn cats that no one gives a shit about. But um, I would say a good chunk of the side quests really do add to it. Add to the lore of it, add to the uh, the people in the city. So I was very happy about that. I love the combat. The combat is similar to how it is in Final Fantasy XV. Very uh, action-packed, um, not turn-based, so you can do your moves immediately, you know, like right into it. A lot of dodging, a lot of parrying, 
which is great, especially if you're in the harder difficulties. Uh, parrying is needed for sure. So yeah, it's just overall an improvement of that. Without diving into spoilers, that's pretty much the gist of it. So I'm going to dive into the spoilers. And believe me, there are spoilers. You're probably thinking, oh, I played the original. And there's nothing that's going to spoil me. Yes, there will. So even if you did play the original and you haven't played the remake and you don't want to hear any spoilers, stop it right now. Come back to it later and whatnot. So, all right, you have been warned. Cool. Now, getting into the spoilers of it. So, spoiler alert, Final Fantasy VII Remake is actually not a remake. I know, they lie to you right off the bat. And you realize that really early on as you're playing because you immediately start seeing Sephiroth and these weird ghost things that are called the Whispers and you're thinking, what the fuck is this? So, the twist, I guess, of the game is that this remake isn't a remake at all. It's actually a sequel to Advent Children which, in fact, is a sequel to the original. So it's really kind of a part three, almost. And the reason why it is a sequel to it is, I guess they're going for the the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie, which, spoiler alert, is not a remake either. That's also a sequel. They pretty much involves time travel that changes the timeline and creates a whole new timeline that takes place after the original i know that sounds a little confusing but the gist is it seems like sephiroth after getting his ass whooped in the advent children movie decided to go back in time to change it so that he's victorious and that in turn causes everything to change so that's what this remake seems to be it seems to be like it's this timeline now, I was pretty confused in the beginning, thinking that it was just an exact remake, but once I started realizing of what it was really about, and then I saw who the director of this game was, which is uh, Nomura, Tetsuya Nomura, who's famous for creating Kingdom Hearts, and then you realize how convoluted the Kingdom Hearts storyline is, then it all started to make sense. I was like, oh, I see what you're doing here. You're just trying to make this just as confusing as Kingdom Hearts even involving time travel again and all that stuff whatever i'm sure that's why the game this game got a lot of hate but i personally like that because playing the same game all over again sure it looks great sure they add a few things here and there it's fine and dandy but at the same time um i know what i'm expecting now them doing this twist of a whole new timeline changing things up i like it because now i'm just as curious about what's going to happen next and there's some big consequences with the changing of the timeline uh one of the biggest ones for example is that uh the avalanche members wegs wedge biggs and jesse they all die in the original and here it seems like at least two of them made it and not only that but it seemed like when wedge got saved he was able to warn the um, the people in the slums so not all of them got killed and plastered from the plate falling down like before and it seems to mean like Aerith is actually going to survive this time instead of getting killed by Sephiroth because it looks like she has visions of the future as well and um and one of the biggest ones at the end I don't know if that's another timeline altogether most likely it is but it looks like Zack is actually alive which is the character that Cloud inherits his memories and kind of gets confused and thinks that he's him it looks like zach is actually alive now the reason why i think that's a separate timeline is because in that scene there's a part where a banner 
or a flag of some kind actually goes by really quick and the camera even does like this deliberate slow-mo to stop on it you can see that dog it's the Shinra mascot that is a different dog than what you see in the game so that makes me think that it's another timeline so they're probably gonna get real fucking crazy with this game and do multiple timelines of Final Fantasy 7 so there's gonna be probably all kinds of different characters alive and dead all at the same time it's gonna get real convoluted just like how Kingdom Hearts is but I know it kind of sounds like I'm, I'm hating on it, but not really. I'm actually excited to see how they're going to, I guess, kind of milk the franchise. But I'm kind of excited to see how they're going to take it from here. And them fighting a more powerful Sephiroth, because it's the Sephiroth from Advent Children. And even to see how these other characters that didn't make it, how they're going to show up. Like, I know the one that I'm most excited about is uh, Vincent Valentine. So, Yeah. Overall, that's pretty much the gist of all the spoilers that I wanted to get into. I do recommend the game. It's visually like beautiful to look at. And they uh, they give a lot of these characters... I'm not going to say justice, but they give a lot of these characters more... More backstory, more screen time, you know, rather than just in the 97 where you just kind of just read it and look at these like polygons and stuff. And it was kind of cool to see them throw in some Easter eggs for people that have played the original. Like, for example, throughout the game, you got to do different choices of dialogue with uh, Aerith and with Tifa. And that's kind of a throwback to the Golden Saucer in the original, where you end up going on a date with either or. Or if you ignored both of them, you go on a date with Barrett. So here there's kind of a moment like that where you have a... Um, like a nice conversation looking up at the stars and it's either Tifa, Aerith, or if you ignored them both, it's just Barrett, which is pretty funny too. So yeah, that pretty much ends my review. Um, four out of five. Looking forward to the next one. And um, yeah, I'll see you then. Bye-bye.